change careers, break into new industries, transition into new roles, reinvent yourself and make the dent you want. This is the Second Breaks Podcast. And now, here's your host and fellow Second Breaker, Lou Blazer. Hello, my friend. We are back with episode 18 of the Second Breaks Podcast, and it's Tuesday, September 26th, the last Tuesday of the month of September in 2017, as I record this episode. Now, following the Irma interruption, we are back today with the series on how to get unstuck. In fact, today we are doing the final installment, the fourth episode of this mini series. But because we got interrupted, I thought we would do a bit of a recap first before we dive into today's topic. So for the last three episodes, well, actually, it's the, the, the last, the three episodes before the last one. So episodes 14, 15, 16, we've been tackling the topic of how to get unstuck, right? And we've been getting to it by looking at the root causes, meaning we identify the common causes why people get stuck in jobs they don't want, in careers that they have outgrown. We unpack each of the root causes a little bit and we identify how you could recognize it so you know if this is the kind of thing that you're experiencing. And then we talk about how to address each particular root cause. Now, very important, if you go to the show notes for today's episode, that's secondbreaks.com forward slash episode 18, you will find a link to a slide deck that I've put together summarizing the entire How to Get Unstuck series. So you will see all the root causes, all the questions, all the prompts, and the preliminary action items that you can take to address each of the root causes. So make sure you head on over to secondbreaks.com forward slash episode 18 to download that summary deck. Okay, so let's go to the recap. The first root cause is lack of options. And lack of options is uh, when you perceive that you don't have a lot of or, or any opportunities beyond the work that you currently do. You may be saying things like, you know, I've had this job for a long time. I don't know if I have any other marketable skills. I've been in this industry for a long time. I don't know if I can work in any other industry or um, maybe my training and education is in XYZ and I've been doing this kind of work for a long time. I'm not sure if I'm qualified for anything else. You hear the pattern, right? There is this thought running in the background that says that you don't have a lot of opportunities because your education, your experiences, your skill set is in, you know, whatever XYZ is. So, you know, you don't have a lot of options out there. So you're stuck doing XYZ for the rest of your life. Now, don't laugh. I know this for a fact because in fact, I've worked with a number of folks who were stuck in jobs they hated because this was precisely the kind of thinking that was going on in the back of their minds, right? So if you think that your options are limited, you are unlikely to venture out and explore other opportunities, other areas. It therefore becomes sort of like a self-fulfilling prophecy. So you think there aren't a lot of options for you, so you don't even bother looking. You then get stuck, and therefore you've proven to yourself that in fact, you don't have any options. It's kind of like a circular logic kind of thing. So if this is the kind of thing that's going on, if you are thinking that you have 
you know, you don't have a lot of doable options. The antidote to this kind of thinking is a healthy dose of curiosity. And by curiosity, I mean you want to widen your view. You want to expand what you're seeing. You want to get curious about what else is out there beyond the quote-unquote proverbial four walls, right? You know, I've always said this. We live in extraordinary times. I really do believe this. Our world today is so, so different from how it was 12, 15 years ago. We have opportunities today that didn't exist then. Yes, industries and companies have suffered, have collapsed. You know, for example, like what happened to the music industry a few years ago. There are also new industries and companies that are being created all the time. You know, just think, 10 years ago, there was no Kindle. There was no iPhone, no iPad. There was no Spotify, no Airbnb, no Kickstarter, no Uber, no Instagram, right? That's just a short list to name a few. All these opportunities exist today because we have the technology and the capability to deliver these new services. And with these new companies, new industries come new opportunities for you and me. So what you want to do is seek out different career stories, deliberately look for different career stories, talk to folks who are doing something different with their careers, listen to podcasts like <clears throat> Second Breaks podcast, TED Talks, you know, read articles or blog posts or books that can provide you with different models of possibilities. That's what's important, right? The most important thing is that you are expanding what you're seeing so that you're beginning to move away from this limited option type of uh, viewpoint. Remember that there may be opportunities out there for you that you're not even considering just because you didn't know that they existed or they're even possible. Moving on to root cause number two, the know-how gap. You have a know-how gap when you think that this whole idea of making a career move or a career pivot feels overwhelming and you don't even know where or how to start. Here's the thing with a know-how gap. In my experience, it's actually the easiest thing to solve. The, the, the challenge with the know-how gap is that it's the trickiest thing to recognize because sometimes we look for the more complicated reasons for why we're stuck, right? So you ask yourself these questions to see if this is the kind of thing that you're experiencing. Do I know what my end goal really is? Do I know what I want to achieve? Do I have competing priorities? Do I often have difficulty starting or finishing a project, any project on my own? Now, if you answered yes to those questions, it's more than likely that uh, the know-how gap is the reason why you may be stuck. Uh, again, don't worry about the questions. Go to secondbreaks.com forward slash episode 18 to download the slide deck. It'll have all the questions, the prompts, so that you can uh, you know, ask yourself these questions a little bit later. So as I promised, solving the know-how gap is actually the easiest thing because the, the, the way to solve this is to outline a plan. Now, I know, I know coming up with a plan, not the sexiest thing to do. <laughs> Giving the advice of outlining a plan is, isn't the sexiest advice to give either. But here's the thing. 
The very act of outlining has the effect of clarifying, simplifying, and organizing your thoughts, putting your ideas and thoughts in order. So when you feel overwhelmed, the antidote to that is actually to sit down and outline the plan. And, and don't worry about whether you know everything that needs to go into the plan. Don't worry about whether the items that you're putting together are in sequence, whether you're missing anything, or don't worry about any of those the thing that you want to do is just outline the plan. Just come up with an outline of some kind of a plan you can reorganize, you can add later. Like I said, it's the the act of outlining that helps with the overwhelm. Now, the other thing that you want to consider is your ability to start and finish something. Now, please, this is not a no judgment thing here, right? So the reality is most of us, need some kind of an external incentive or external push to start something and to finish something. That's just, you know, that's just the reality. Although most of us want to be able to say, well, you know, I set up a goal and I stick to the goal and I keep motivated and I get to the end. The reality is not a lot of us actually have that skill set, right? In fact, um, Gretchen Rubin wrote about that in her book, uh, Better Than Before, and I've written my summary of the four tendencies, which I'll also put the link on the show notes for today's episode. So anyway, be realistic about your ability to start and to finish this project of yours, this career change, this career pivot project of yours, right? And if you think that this is a challenge for you, then it's very easy to solve this. All you really have to do is have an an accountability partner to keep you on track with your goals, right? So you know, join a group where, you know, there are other people who have similar goals or similar objectives. You could also participate in a mastermind group that's proven to be very effective, personally speaking, in keeping track to a set of goals. If you have a a coach or a mentor, you can ask your coach or mentor to serve as your accountability partner. You could even just ask a friend, right? So you want to share your goals with her, him or her. And then you want to ask your friend to be your accountability partner. The most important thing is that you're helping yourself get started. You're helping yourself keep on track with your goals. So again, the root cause know-how gap, the solution to it is to outline a plan and to come up with a plan to stick to your game plan. Moving on, root cause number three is absent support. This is when you don't hear sufficient messages that encourage you to change your current situation. So let's see, let's recognize this in the wild, right? So do you often hear messages like, you know, just be happy that you have a job. There are so many people out there looking for a job. So just be happy. Work harder and be patient. Your time will come. Just focus on getting promoted to the next level. That will help. Or ask for a raise. That will help. Nobody's happy with their jobs. That's why it's called job. You just need to take a vacation. Take a break. That's going to help. So do these statements sound familiar? Listen, none of these statements are necessarily wrong, except perhaps for the one that says nobody's happy with their jobs. That's why it's called a job. That one just rubs me the wrong way. But the rest of them, they're not necessarily wrong. It's just that the the statements, none of them actually encourage you to make a break. 
to change your situation. They all implicitly say, stay put, even if you're unhappy where you are. So it's not only that you're not hearing encouraging messages, you're actually hearing the opposite. You're hearing subconsciously that, you know, you don't need to to, uh, change your situation, just be happy, just stay put, just, you know, stay where, where you are, right? So the thing to solve the situation, if this is the kind of thing that's happening to you, is to actively recruit for support. Hearing supportive messages come from being around supportive people, right? So you want to pay attention to the messages that you're listening to, especially the the messages that, you know, you may be subconsciously absorbing, you know, pay attention to the underlying messages, you know, especially the ones that discourage you to make a move. You want to seek out and surround yourself with people who are pursuing similar goals, right? You want to widen your network to include people who have gone through other career pivots or career changes, right? So it's almost like if you want to quit smoking, then perhaps you don't want to be around people who smoke. You want to be around people who don't smoke or people who have successfully uh, quit their smoking habits so that you could they could help you, they could encourage you, and you can feel empowered that you could do this too, right? So again, root cause number three, absent support. And the way to address that is to actively recruit for support. And now the last of the root causes, unclear targets. This happens when you don't have a clear idea about where you want to go or what you want to do with your career. You may be saying something like, I don't know what I want to do. I know I want to do something different. I just don't know what that something is. Or maybe you've come up with a set of new goals, but you find yourself easily distracted whenever you hear someone's new ideas. It's co- it's kind of like the shiny object syndrome, right? You can't stick to your new goals. You keep getting distracted. Something else sounds exciting every time you hear somebody else's story, right? Or when you try to say or communicate your new goals, something about it doesn't feel like a fit, like there's a certain level of disconnect or dissonance that's happening. And this last point is actually what happened to me. So just a bit of a background in case you don't know my story. I was in corporate America for over 20 years. I had at one point had this career vision that was very clear in my mind about what I wanted to achieve in my career. And I was happy pursuing that, right? But then there came a point when I started to feel like I wanted to do something different but I didn't know exactly what it was. And then finally in 2014, early 2014, when I finally decided I want to do something about it, I came up with a new set of goals. But every time I talk about these new goals, something just did not fit. I didn't feel, I don't know, it's just I didn't feel comfortable about it. It's it's almost like a contracting feeling that I had inside me. It's almost like as if I had this... um, arm's length relationship with my new goals. And it took me a while to understand that the reason this is happening is because I really didn't connect with the new goals. I came up with a new set of goals that really did not represent really and truly what I want to be, where I want to be, where I want to go, where I want to take my career, you know, the kind of impact that I wanted to make. So like I said, it took me a while, but when I finally did and I finally was able to create 
a new set of goals, it, it, I could feel the difference in terms of how I was acting, how I, I was communicating it, how I am conducting my, you know, myself every day, right, in pursuit of this new new goal. So when you feel this way, when you're feeling like you don't have clear targets about your career, what you want to do is set long-term goals. Now, I know that it might sound like counterintuitive. How can I set long-term goals when I don't know where I want to go? And But that's precisely the point, right? So when you're thinking about your long-term goals, I want you to think about you know, the big picture, right? Focus on long-term goals and define them as clearly as you can. You want to ask yourself, what do I want out of my career? What do I want my work to represent? What kind of impact do I want to make? How do I want to work? And how do I want to apply myself? So if you think about these questions, they're not focused on what you may be doing specifically, like a job or, you know, in terms of a specific sort of career or specific work. It's more about what you want your work to represent, what you want your career to mean to you, big picture, right? So keep focusing on the big picture. Keep focusing on setting long-term goals. And then once once you have that sort of big picture, long-term goal in mind, continue to add specificity around it. Continue to define short-term milestones that you can realistically shoot for. And through that process, you are going to find clarity in terms of where you want to head towards. And then therefore, the the kinds of things that you want to pursue will become clearer and clearer. So it's almost like instead of saying, I want to get to Oregon or I want to get to California, what you're saying is, I want to head west. And as you talk about heading west and as you talk about, you know, describing what it is about the West that you are looking after, then you get to a point where California becomes the obvious answer, right? Now, if you want additional help with this process, I want to just briefly mention Facing Forward, which is a process that I've put together to help my clients go through this thinking big picture, thinking long-term goals, and then adding specificity eventually to identifying exactly the career path that they want to follow. It's a process that I've put together when I worked with individuals one-on-one, and I've put it together so that it's now a um, do-it-yourself playbook. Uh, I will put the links to um, to Facing Forward on the show notes so that you can explore it and see if that's the kind of thing that you might find helpful. So again, root cause number four, unclear targets. And the way to address that is to think big picture and focus on setting long-term goals. So my friend, I want to ask you a favor. If you like the podcast, I would so much appreciate it if you'd let me know. You can do this by leaving me a rating and review in iTunes. Um, it's a simple step with a huge impact, a real big help for me and the work that I'm trying to do. To leave a rating, you can search for Second Breaks Podcast on iTunes or simply go to secondbreaks.com forward slash review. That will take you directly to the podcast in iTunes. Thank you so much. All right, that's a wrap for today's episode and the series on how to get unstuck. You can find the show notes plus links to all the relevant resources at secondbreaks.com forward slash episode 18. 
You can also leave your comments or questions about today's topic or any anything about how to get unstuck、um, right there on the show notes, or you can email me. You can send me an email at lou at secondbreaks.com. We've also got a pretty good backlist of episodes now. You can download past episodes on iTunes or Google Play, and I would love, love, love so much for that、uh, for you to be a、uh, a subscriber to the show. Next week, I'll be hanging out with financial behaviorist Jacquette Timmons, and we will be talking about finances and money—a particularly significant topic for anybody who's considering a career change or a career pivot. So you don't want to miss that. Yet again, another、uh, another benefit of subscribing to the show because then you won't have to remember to go to the website or to go to iTunes to look for it. It'll just automatically appear on your device, right? So I'll talk to you next week. Keep on making your dent, my friend. Cool beans. This is the Second Breaks podcast. 